Welcome to our regular episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. I believe it was episode two of Business Wise, we entitled Outflow and discuss the importance of the outflow of communication to create any kind of inflow. We made it number two uh, for a reason. It is critical to the survival of any group in good times and bad to communicate through outflow. And it is still one of the most popular, most listened to of all the episodes we have ever released. If not listened to it yet, you should after listening to this episode. Old hands of the Hubbard management system often proudly, knowingly, when referencing that episode or simply the concept of outflow versus inflow, look at me wisely and nod and say, yes, I know. Outflow equals inflow. Yeah, well, that ain't true. That's for sure. I wish it were. Wouldn't it be nice if we knew every time we outflowed X amount, we would get X amount in return? No, it doesn't work that way. While it's true that to inflow anything, you must outflow, and we go into that in detail in episode two, one cannot expect that one is going to get a 100% response to anything you send out in the way of communication. The response is not going to be equal. There will be a ratio. And there are ways to influence that ratio and improve it, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So the article was written by Mr. Hubbard on the 7th of March, 1964. And he starts out this reference talking about the importance of mail volume. And uh, we're going to go into that. But uh, I do want to make an emphasis. This was written in 1964. And so when we're talking about mail volume, we're obviously talking about hard copy mail. But now with electronics and the digital age, uh, obviously, there is uh, email or electronic mail volume and other forms of outflow digitally. And these same principles would obviously have application here. Uh, can be adapted to this datum, okay, or that we're that we're about to discuss. So here we go. This is from Mr. Hubbard, and I quote: "Mail volume is important, quite aside from what the envelopes contain. As soon as quote quality versus quantity arguments start, it shows somebody is being uninformed." The datum, quote, mail volume, end quote, is just mail volume. And trying to drag in other factors simply shows that somebody didn't get the point in the first place. It's too simple a point. Current mail volume indicates current and future business volume. It's a pure datum. It's a gross index you can rely on without having to know anything else. It's an executive slide rule. Okay, I'm going to pause right now because so what's a slide rule? A slide rule uh, was a device before we had uh, calculators and smartphones and computers and tablets. It was simply a device that was used by uh, engineers to assist and, and other smart people to do uh, mathematical calculations. Okay, so that's a slide rule. So Mr. Harbert says, it's an executive slide rule. Executive, quote, what's the week's mail count? End quote. Answer, quote, 1,400 pieces out, 
75 pieces in, end quote, executive. Quote, we're a bit below last week. I guess I better promote something, end quote. See, the executive didn't have to find out, quote, what percentage of the letters were business, how many applied for anything, did the letter registrar dot all her I's, end quote, is just a good, meaty, rough datum that says how things are, end quote. So here, Mr. Hubbard is making a tremendous emphasis on quantity of outflow. And that is your first priority as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as an executive. What is the quantity of outflow? Quite apart from what's said in the outflow, and this is something that I would like you to emblazon in reverse in letters of fire on the inside of your forehead and never forget it, okay? He goes on to say this, a beautiful datum. He says, quote, if a person were as alive as he gave and received communication, then an org, remember org is short for organization. So he says, if a person were as alive as he gave and received communication, then an org could be considered as alive as it gave and received pieces of mail. It's that simple, end quote. What, what happens when you stop communicating to your friends and associates? When you finally reconnect, what do people say? They say, wow, you're still alive. Wow, we, we didn't know what had happened to you. We thought maybe you dropped off the face of the earth. That's right. If you're not communicating, you're not alive. You're not a factor in anybody's existence. If you're not communicating, you may as well not be alive. There's another word for that. I think it's dead. unpleasant word, but nonetheless applicable. So if your organization is not communicating in volume to that extent, it is not alive. So remember that. So he goes on to say this, quote, so you watch mail volume in and out if you want to know how you're going to be doing a bit into the future. Knowing that, we can gear up promotion to cope before we get hit with the income slump. A mail volume slump is always followed in a few weeks, usually six, by an income slump. So it's a valuable danger signal, end quote. So here he is emphasizing, you want to predict your inflow. You want to know how your business is going to be up the line. You're looking at today's outflow. How much outflow are you doing? And the interesting thing is, there's always going to be a lag, Right. And he says with mail volume, we're talking about snail mail. He's saying usually six weeks. Now with electronic digital mail, I have observed that lag to be sometimes shorter a little bit. Uh, but you'd be amazed how often this six week figure, I can look at uh, any organization that I have been an administrator for in the last several years. I can pretty much look at my bulk, what we call bulk mail out, which includes hard copy and electronic mail. I can look at that total amount of outflow for the organization. I can look at the income of the organization, the total gross income of the organization. I can look at those two graphs and I can pretty much slip the uh, income graph six weeks back and have it match fairly closely the curves of the statistics of the bulk mail out. That's held true in over 30 years of helping uh, business owners, members, having uh, uh, my own enterprise, having my own organizations that I've administered. And uh, I have watched this parallel way more often than not. 
Okay, that six-week figure. You know, obviously, emails get delivered much more quickly. I don't think that they are, by the way, a replacement for hard copy mailings. I don't know that they are even as effective as hard copy mailings today. That's up to you. It's up to your business. You can make your own adjudication on it. But the bottom line is they are outflow and they should be measured. Okay, quantity of outflow. By the way, just as an interesting aside, remember this lag because every now and again, I'll run into an individual who say, yeah, you know, uh, I did all this outflow and nothing happened. So I said, this ain't working. So I'm stopping to do the outflow. And guess what? You know, later on, my business picked up. So there you go. Who needs outflow? Okay. There's a lag, man. Like, look at the lag, son. Duh. So, you know, it's like, okay, I dropped my outflow and sure enough, my inflow went up. So who cares about the outflow? Next thing you know, six weeks later, that dude's in trouble. Okay. Think with the lag. All right. There's a lag. Don't get all cocky because see, stats are going up without any outflow. No, it's usually going up because of the outflow you did six to eight weeks earlier. Okay. So Mr. Harper goes on to say this, quote, mail volume rise always presages an income rise in the next few weeks. And Mr. Harper goes on, he says, so, quote, so that's the total use of and extent of, quote, mail volume, end quote. It does not have anything to do with what the letters are about or who is getting or receiving them. Even circulars count out or in. Even requests for donations for the Eskimo Seal Fund count out or in. It's simply volume. And it's an index which, when compared to an earlier period, estimates future rise or fall of income, end quote. So there you have it. So uh, it's all spelled out for you here. Quantity, quantity, quantity. Now, look, you say, well, look, I've been sending out this promotion and I'm getting such a poor response. Uh, I'm, I'm going to cut my promotion because I'm not getting much response. Guess what? If you cut your promotion in half, that existing promotion, what have you cut in half? Your response. So whatever response you're getting is what you're getting in response to that volume. So cutting the volume in half, even if the response is not really adequate and you'd like to improve the ratio of response to the outflow, the ratio of inflow to outflow, you're not solving anything by reducing the quantity of outflow. So quantity does not go down. But listen to what he says next. He says, now, what the mail says in or out is under the head of promotion. Promotion covers quality versus quantity and other such questions. What is said in outgoing letters and what may be said in incoming all depends upon promotion, end quote. Now, I am going to do uh, in the very near future, possibly my next episode is going to be on how to write a letter because there is a whole technology to it. In fact, some of the longest articles I've seen Mr. Hubbard write on the subject of administration have been about how to write letters. It's that important. So I'm going I'm to teach you how to write letters uh, using the Hubbard Management System up the line here. I'm not going to do it today, but there is a way to improve quality of letters. But remember, quantity first. So to repeat, he says, what is said in outgoing letters and what may be said in incoming all depends upon promotion. If the head of an organization or its enrollment executives are very sharp on promotion, mail volume will increase steadily. If they are not, then volume gets one-sided, mostly outflow. But oddly enough, though the ratio shifts to outflow, mail volume and income will stabilize at a certain level and not increase much. 
but listen to this. He goes on, he says, you can tell if good promotion is being done by examining this outflow inflow ratio of mail. Aha, here's your ratio, outflow to inflow. How much inflow are you getting in response to your outflow in terms of mail and also in terms of income? Because that's the other thing. You're going to watch how is our income or our new business or our recovered business, all these inflow statistics, how are they operating in ratio to how much we are putting out? And you always want to keep an eye on that. That's why you have to statisize both, by the way. You have to statisize your outflow, all forms of it, and you have to statisize your inflow pretty much all forms of it, like new patients, new customers, inquiries, uh, new clients, um, responses. These are all inflow, letters in, obviously, surveys back. You can't really get too crazy on the subject of tracking these statistics. You can always drop one out if it's useless. You know, I, I, I would rather you err in the direction of keeping too many stats than not enough. Um, but after a while, some may seem pointless, so you can drop them out. But be careful. I think I told you the muffin story in an earlier uh, episode. I might tell it to you again sometime. But anyway, uh, you, you never know what statistic you should be monitoring most closely. So keep them all and be careful in dropping any of them out. But he says, you can tell if good promotion is being done by examining this outflow inflow ratio of mail. Poor promotion gives you a ratio of maybe 98% outflow and 2% inflow, i.e. 98 pieces of mail of all kinds mailed and two pieces of mail of all kinds received. Fair promotion would perhaps consist of 90% outflow and 10% inflow, meaning that for 90 pieces of mail of all kinds, mailed by the org, 10 pieces of mail of all kinds were received. So he's monitoring this now. What's our ratio of outflow to inflow? Fantastically wonderful promotion would consist of 50% outflow, 50% inflow. Now here's where you get outflow equals inflow. But that's fantastically wonderful promotion. Yeah, sure, it's possible to have uh, inflow and outflow be equal to each other, but that would be fantastically wonderful, okay? And then he goes on to say a miracle, which of course we're all hoping for. He says a miracle would be 10% outflow and 90% inflow. So that's a miracle. He says no exact index or chart of this has ever been made, but the above is an educated guesstimate. The figures are given to make the following point. The better the promotion, the higher the inflow rises in proportion to the outflow. End quote. So there you go. So there's your, your fundamental. Quantity first. Don't even think about it. Just get outflow. I had uh, a member completely broke. He was uh, in a dying strip mall. He had a chiropractic office and a dying strip mall and uh, completely broke. I said, do you have any money for promotion? He says, no. Uh, I said, well, you're going to have to promote somehow. Do you have any paper? He says, yeah, I have paper. Do you have a, do you have a printer? A photocopy machine, I think it, it was back in those days, right? And he said, uh, yeah, yeah, I have a copier. I said, uh, is it color black and white? He says, it's, it's black and white. I said, okay, well, uh, I want you to write up uh, a piece of promotion, some kind of a flyer, and just print off as many pieces of paper as you have. Uh, we went over the context. I don't remember what it was. And uh, it was an offer of some sort. 
And uh, when you got all that printed, as much as you can, then I want you to go out and every time you see a car parked out there, you're going to put it on the windshield. <laughs> you know, so he took a, a handful out there and he, he, you know, he put them on the windshield of all the cars out there. And then, you know, he would check out the window every now and again. If he wasn't doing anything else, he saw some cars without, uh, without his flyer on it. He'd go out there and he'd stick the flyer on there. Well, guess what? He started picking up, he started getting business again. And uh, sure enough, uh, we were able to rescue the operation, even though he was in a dying strip mall. In fact, uh, he's, I think, I don't know, I haven't been back there in a long time, but I think he's still in the same location. And he sort of took over almost half the entire strip mall. And uh, it's probably still a pretty dead strip mall, but he's got himself a nice big uh, office there now that does very well. And he's never forgotten, of course, this lesson. So quantity of outflow first. All right. And then, of course, you know, could we have surveyed for that uh, promotion that we put out on the windshields of those cars? Could we have uh, been clever? Could we have, uh, you know, hired a brilliant copywriter and looked at current trends and do this and do that? Yeah, all this stuff. There's a lot to know about promotion. There is a whole technology to it. Okay. And so if you want to uh, improve that ratio, which of course you should, then uh, learn about promotion, learn about surveys, learn about buttons, learn about positioning, learn about all this stuff, which uh, I am happy to take up in future podcasts. I'm probably going to be doing quite a few episodes on promotion over the next few weeks so that you have more of the technology of it. But bottom line is understand that it is a technology. There is something to learn about it. Um, you can study a lot of gurus on the internet and so forth who claim to know all about it. And of course, uh, like anything else, there's probably a certain amount of truth to the things that they're teaching you. And there's probably a certain amount of false information as well. So the only way to be sure that you've got the truth when you study these sources of marketing information is to know your basic truths and those you will learn in the Hubbard management system. So you learn the fundamentals from Mr. Hubbard. And then when you study from some other source, the latest and the greatest of digital marketing ideas or marketing ideas, you can evaluate their validity based on your understanding of the fundamental laws and rules and principles of promotion. Okay, so uh, make that your business to learn about it. But until you do, don't stop outflowing. Don't cut back your volume outflow. Whatever inflow you're getting is a consequence of whatever outflow you're doing. So cutting it back is just cutting off your own nose. So don't do it. Keep it up and work to improve the quality of it by learning more about promotion and applying it, okay? I would say it's pretty vital for any entrepreneur to understand the basic principles of promotion. I don't think an entrepreneur needs to know every single aspect of every single bit of the business he's running. Uh, you know, you hire professionals who are good at certain things and they might be better at you uh, in designing things, for instance, or taking photographs. I don't, I don't need you to learn how to take a good picture so that you can put together good promotion. But certainly any entrepreneur needs to know the fundamentals cold and be able to evaluate good promotion from bad. Uh, and so make it your business to learn this stuff if you're going to be in business and you hope to expand it in any way. Okay, well, that's it for uh, today's episode. Um, hope it was useful to you. And uh, I would love to, I've been getting, you know, quite a bit of response. I'd love more. Uh, write me back and tell me what you're getting out of these at info at wiseeastus.org. Um, I can also direct you to, there are now some free online courses uh, you can take, which will give you some fundamentals that you can use in uh, management 
and in uh, in promotion. So uh, you can write me if you want to know more information about that. Info at wiseeastus.org. Uh, I know I've been bad sometimes a little bit in getting back uh, right away, but uh, because sometimes I get a lot of email, but uh, we will certainly answer every single one of them. Don't you worry about that. And we're happy to answer your questions and to give you whatever help we can offer. Okay, so uh, write us info at wiseeastus.org and I will talk to you next week.